Hello and welcome to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. It's too complicated to measure our impact. We don't have the resources. Nobody cares. We can't afford it. Yes, you can and yes, you must. And in the Make an Impact podcast, Heidi Fisher explores how organisations put impact at the heart of what they do and how you can too. In terms of behavioural change and prevention, there's huge opportunities. I can see this growing into a massive social enterprise. Utter Rubbish is a social enterprise focusing on fly tipping, which has sadly increased dramatically during the lockdown and recycling and it's capable of saving local authorities enormous sums of money and in this episode Heidi interviews Elliot Lancaster founder and MD of Utter Rubbish about plans how it works and why he's doing a PhD in social enterprise. Hi Elliot I'm so glad you've been able to join me today on my podcast. Tattle bit about Utter Rubbish and what it's all about. Hi Heidi, thank you so much for inviting me on. Of course, so Utter Rubbish is a social enterprise that I created in my second year of university and it's around waste management communications between local authorities and residents and helping reduce fly tipping and contamination with recycling. And it sounds like you've been busy creating a, a social enterprise whilst you're still at university. How on earth did you decide that you wanted to do this and get involved in something around rubbish and fly tipping? Well, it was going to university was such a, a big a step for myself, especially culturally living away from home. And that's when I realised of all the problems that were going on, not just at university, but in the wider area around people not understanding what can be recycled, what can't be recycled cycled and then the various processes that happen in different local authority areas and I, then I twigged on to the fact of fly tipping and how often it's actually occurring in in this area and actually why not do something about it so, so that's that's how I came up with the idea. So you're a bit, a bit of an activist is that fair to say? I think that is fair to say yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, of if I of all the things that would interest me, um, rubbish is perhaps not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so apt at the moment, especially when everyone's talking about the environment and trying to do their bits. And I, th- I thought this is an area which can make a real impact. Before I started, I knew not very much about uh, waste management, apart from the practices in my local areas. I had to go out and do an awful lot of research about different best practices and, in order to incorporate it all together. From all of this, um, obviously you created the app. How do people use the app? Is it better than just reporting stuff straight to your local council? Yes, so it's, it's currently being piloted by uh, Newcastle under Lyme local authority and then we were trying to get it expanded nationally thereafter. The, the reason why the app's more beneficial than contacting the local authority directly is that's actually cost the local authority more money if they were to like phone up and go through the standard procedures. And it also allows you to have an instant feedback as well. Okay. That sounds quite clever. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you mentioned there about the, the cost savings for their local authority. So I'm sure um, they, they love you because that's something that they're always interested in where they can save money. But what about in terms of um, social and environmental impact? What kind of things are you measuring or tracking around that? Yeah, so it's quite difficult to actually measure things that haven't happened because it's more of a preventative measure than anything else but we have been doing a lot of work in terms of like measuring the data in terms of how often people are using it and then we've been working with the local authority around their sampling techniques and actually looking at areas which have been fly tipping previously and then seeing how those trends are decreasing so it's ongoing work but it's a 
it looks quite promising at the moment. Because mm. um, obviously from a um, social perspective, fly tipping is one of those things that really annoys people, um, but very often that they feel that they can't do a lot about it. Is is fly tipping really that big a problem or is it just sort of an isolated problem in, in a few areas? I think you're very right in terms of there have been certain areas that keep propping up and seems to be isolated around those areas. So it's when the app is more widely adopted, I think it'd be interesting to see whether or not that is the case. It certainly seems like it's uh, so far, particularly in areas where people just think they can get away with it. But by having the app being used support these instances we'll think around public perception changing and then um, hopefully trying to stop people flattening in the first place so there's actually quite a lot to it really then in terms of not just getting people to report things but in terms of behavioral change and prevention there's huge opportunities i can see this growing into a massive um social enterprise oh thank you hopefully so i mean it would be great to expand and, and have an impact nationally because uh, uh, if you look especially if you look at contamination which is a separate issue to fly tipping for each bale of recycled waste if there's more than five percent uh, contamination within that bale then the local authority gets fined two thousand pounds so so if you scale that up to not only just like one local authority but nationally it's, it works out to millions of pounds just through people just not being aware of the procedures that are in place. Wow, that's a, a scary amount of money. I mean, I think um, I always find recycling, it's like, oh, is this recyclable or not? It's always the question, isn't it? <laughs> You're never quite yeah. sure for something. That's a heck of a lot of money. It is. I mean, there's one local authority, which I can't mention, but they spent over half a million pounds being just on fines for contamination within their recycling uh, procedures. So it racked up to a lot of money, which the way I see could be spent on other initiatives by the local authority. Definitely, definitely. So up till now, what would you say has been your biggest achievement through Utter Rubbish? Ooh, that's a difficult one. I'd I'd probably have to mention the National Youth Agency and their programme, which they ran a couple of years ago, which actually provided the incubation and funding in order to get this off the ground. And so that, I, th- I think that's the big, like the first big major win that we did, that we did have with the project and then being able to bring in developers and get it off the ground and then of course work with local authorities and they, and they provided lots of connections around that. I have to say more recently, we won something called the Green Gown Awards, which is a, a very prestigious awards around sustainability in higher education. We won the enterprise uh, category for that in 2018. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Um, you've talked about um, being national as one of your um, hopes and plans for the future. Anything else that you've got planned up your sleeve? I'd say, I'd say that's the main one, but we're actually looking at other features that can be incorporated into the app around having tracking for, let's say your streets was blocked for whatever reason, there might be snow down there or something, and you, your collection had to be cancelled for whatever reason for that reason or many other reasons, then we're trying to think about incorporating a mechanism whereby you automatically know that your collection is not happening and when it will be happening. So just trying to improve broader communications between the local authority and residents. That's Again, that's a really clever idea. Where can people find out more about Utter Rubbish? So we actually have lots of social media pages which you can follow us on. So it's at Utter Rubbish Limited. And then you can uh, see what we're up to and some videos on there as well. 
if you'd like to see how it works. Brilliant. I know um, because you obviously you mentioned you you set up utter rubbish while you were at university that you are currently doing a PhD around social enterprise. Do you want to just share a little bit more about that? Oh, that'd be great. Thank you so much. I'm doing a PhD specifically on social enterprises based on my experience in setting one up. And I thought it would be great to actually understand the reasons why other people set up social enterprises, especially around the fact that social enterprises seem to be in such a grey area around a lot of people don't know whether or not they identify as a social enterprise. That seems to be such a big issue. And actually the support that's available to them. Uh, so that's what, that's what I'm researching at the moment. So if any of your listeners would like to participate in my study, then I'd be very grateful if that was the case. Okay. And how do they get in touch with you if they want to be part of your study? So they can email me at e.a.lancaster at uk. Fabulous. You'll, you'll probably get um, inundated with emails or, or else you'll get um, somebody deciding to spam you with something. <laughs> now that you've, you've publicly shared your email address. Oh no, it'd be great to hear what everyone else is getting up to. So fingers crossed. Thank you, Elliot. It's been fantastic talking to you today and finding out more about utter rubbish. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much, Heidi. You've been listening to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. If you've enjoyed the podcast, why not leave a review or rating? And if you'd like to be on the show, then please get in touch via my website, makeanimpactcic.co.uk. Thank you for listening.